Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Learn more at tanyapenny.com. Hello and welcome everybody to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life. I am your host, Tanya Penny. I'm an occupational therapist by degree, author of Connect with the Divine You, and Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to supporting you to fully love yourself, to heal past trauma, shift limiting beliefs, so that you can have a healthy body, peaceful mind, balanced lifestyle, and to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. So in this episode, we are going to be focusing on how to heal your mother-father wounds. And this is really, you know, I would say this is a really important, I mean, all the podcasts are important. Everything I teach is important, but essentially all of the relationships in our life, both our female relationships and our male relationships come back to our relationships with our parents. And also the other, um, many of you maybe had aunts and uncles raise you, grandparents raise you, maybe your siblings raised you besides your biological parents. So I'll also be addressing those. They are part of your relationship blueprint as well. And Mother's Day was yesterday. And as much work as I've done around um, healing these past wounds for myself, I still noticed some layers come up, which is why I decided to pick this podcast topic today. So like myself, you may have done a lot of work already, and yet you know that there is more to be done. And again, I will explain how you know in a little bit. I also want to say that no matter how much our mothers and fathers loved us and tried to show us the best that they could, most of us still have mother and or father wounds. And again, we've done a lot of work around it, and yet we still have some deeper layers that are being called to be healed right now. So how do you know that you have some deeper layers to be healed? That's a great question, and it's actually pr pretty simple. If you get triggered when you spend time with these people that raised you, and I'm going to call them your mother and father, but again, they might be grandparents, siblings, um, other family members as a child, you know, when you get triggered, so if you you know, whether you're with them, talking with them or talking about them and you feel triggered, if you feel another way to say that is if you have a lot of emotions come up and we've spent a good part of our lives trying to ignore or push our emotions down. And 
we are trying to learn new ways, healthy ways to be with our emotions. And this is a piece of it, right? Just even acknowledging that you have emotions or are triggered um, when you have contact with certain people that we've been talking about. That is a sure sign that there is some deeper healing that still needs to be. And if you currently struggle with relationships, maybe you struggle with female relationships, maybe you struggle with male relationships, or maybe both. And, you know, as an example, um, I've done a lot of work on this and I've had a big shift in my female relationships. And yet I know there's still a little bit more to be done. So those are two sure ways to know that you still have some wounding around either mother female issues or father male issues. And so these wounds that we're talking about come from how we were treated or not treated. And it doesn't matter, I'm gonna say this several times throughout this, it doesn't matter if the other person validates it or not. It was our perception growing up. It was true for us. So we are learning to validate our own emotions, our own thoughts, and of course, looking at our own belief systems. But a lot of us have always gone to that person to validate. And a lot of times that person also stuffed those negative, painful memories and so they might say, no, that never happened, or no, I never said that, or I never did that. So part of the work that we're doing here and the work that I'm supporting people to do is learning to validate yourself, practicing being that unconditionally divine, loving mother and father figure to yourself, and validating yourself is a big piece of that. All right. So I also want to touch on, and I said it before, but I want to say it again. A lot of us have buried these past painful memories. And we did this to survive in order to deal with the wounds at the time. We couldn't handle the emotions. Nobody was there to support us through um, some of these negative experiences. Some of us might even call them traumas. So whether we remember the details or not, we know we still have these wounds that need deeper healing if, again, like I said before, you still feel triggered being around these people or talking to these people, or if you are currently struggling, struggling with relationships in your life, male, female, or both. So given our experience, given these painful wounding experiences, we did take on certain beliefs. And again, unconsciously, most of us as children do not say, oh, you know, mom said this or dad did this. So that must mean I'm not lovable. That's a really common one. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. We didn't consciously decide to take on that belief. But as adults, we can start to become conscious of these belief systems. And we're going to get more into that today. And why is that so important? Why do we want to even do this work? Well, most of us want to have more peace. Most of us want to have happier and healthier relationships. Uh, many of us have illnesses due to these past negative experiences and the, you know, the stuffed emotions and the limiting beliefs we still hold. 
So they really impact all areas of our life. And these limiting beliefs that we might hold given these past experiences that were not so pleasant can cause us to actually attract in more of the same. So let me give you, I love giving examples to make it more clear. Sometimes without these examples, you might think, I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) So I'll give you two examples. Let's call this first one client A. So my client A, her father left when she was only four years old. And then she never saw much of him after that. So when we look back in the work that we're doing today, she can see that her little girl, her her four-year-old believed that it was her fault and that dad left because she wasn't good, she wasn't perfect enough, she wasn't lovable enough, she wasn't important. And again, she didn't consciously decide that as a four-year-old. As an adult, though, she can look back and see that she probably took on those limiting beliefs. Also the belief that she doesn't deserve time, love, and attention from men. So again, we found these limiting beliefs by one, looking back at her past childhood experiences and at her current situation. So she's currently in a marriage and she's not super happy because he works a lot. He's gone a lot. And when he is home, he's giving the attention to their children. And so she feels again, like she did as that little girl, right? She feels unlovable, unimportant, just like with her father, who she barely saw after she was four years old. So that's just one example of past to current and how you do this work, you can see the pattern, the connection, and the limiting belief. Another example, and I'll use one of my own. My mother was a pretty unhappy woman. Um, Her and her father, my father were not in a very good relationship. Um, I believe my mother struggled a lot from depression. And as a child, when I look back, I remember just sitting on the couch and you know, listening to her problems, essentially being her counselor and, you know, just really trying to make her happy so that she would love me so that she would give me attention. Right. You know, so many of times we do this as children, trying to make our parents happy. And I didn't do this consciously. I didn't consciously think, you know what, I'm going to be my mom's, um, I'm going to fall into these patterns of what I call pretending to be superhuman, right? Trying to fix my mom's problems, listen to her complain about my dad, and also people pleasing, right? Trying to make her happy, um, doing things that I thought would make her happy. So fast forward to my adult female relationships. I, when I look back, I had a lot of female relationships that were very similar. I gave support. I gave quote unquote counseling or coaching, which is why I'm a really good coach now. Um, So that was a gift that came out of it. But um, yeah, I could see when I look back, I, I really fell into that pattern with friendships because I believed, again, I took on the belief unconsciously that I have to give 
these women. I have to give females support and make them happy, but I can't receive emotional support back um, because I didn't receive that from my mother. I gave it and I didn't really get it in return, um, likely because she didn't have it in her, right? So I needed to work on shifting that belief in order to bring more give and receive female relationships into my life. Relationships where I can both give and receive support from other women. And again, I'm still working on it, deeper layers of it right now. Um, I do have a few female friends um, after I cleaned the slate, cleared the slate. Um, you know, I, I was able to still have, um, I have a few female friends right now where I feel like I received that, right? Where we both give and receive. But again, still deeper layers to go to heal that. So those are a couple of examples that might be beneficial for you, that might make it more clear for you. So let's move into how do we heal these wounds? How do we heal these mother-father wounds? How do we shift these limiting beliefs that we took on so that we can have happier, healthier, more loving more supportive relationships that we desire and we truly do deserve. So the first step is to do what I call write and reflect. That's a big tool in my all of my programs. So write and reflect. Look back on what was my relationship like with my mom, honestly. What was my relationship like with my dad, honestly, as a child, zero to 18, let's just say. And I say honestly, because again, many of us stuffed, hid these painful beliefs from ourselves. And, uh, you know, when most of our belief systems were formed, we, we stuffed these memories. And many of us, whether we're aware of it or not, we also took on this belief unconsciously that I can't be angry at my parents. I can't see them as bad because if I do, then I'm bad. You might even heard, have heard that growing up, right? That, oh, don't get angry at your mom. Be a good girl or a good boy or some version of that. So many of us have had a hard time accurately seeing the way that we were treated growing up. And again, we're not doing this to blame. We're doing this to see, you know, what happened that I hold these limiting beliefs that are currently causing me to be in relationships that are not fun, not healthy, definitely uh, not feeling very good about them or very happy? And why do I keep staying in these relationships or attracting them, right? So take some time and you may want to do one parent at a time. It might be, just be too much to do both. It's totally up to you. You, know, you really need to trust where you are on your healing journey and what's next for you. So for today's purpose, you might want to focus on mom or you might want to focus on dad. And another side note, a lot of my clients will say, yeah, but my relationship with my mom now is so much better than childhood. And I want to say, thank God. And I'm so happy to hear that. And yet it's how you were treated in childhood that typically creates these limiting beliefs. So even though you might have a better relationship with your mom now, you might still struggle with some of your other female relationships or just not even be honest with yourself that you still do struggle with your relationship with your mom. 
or your dad or whoever we're talking about. Again, we're using a primary female or females and primary male or males that raised you growing up. So some of you might be doing this with an older sibling, um, the right and reflect. Some of you might be doing this with a grandma or a grandpa. Like my grandma raised me, besides my mom, my um, grandma raised me um, quite a bit growing up. So I, I need to do that or I needed to do that with my grandma too. So look at the relationship when you were a child. And you can also look at the relationship now, if that person is still in your life now. And even if it's better now, it doesn't mean that as a child, you weren't picking up some negative limiting beliefs because of the wounds you experienced. So that's piece one. You can uh, choose to pause this right now um, if you want to take some time to do that and then move to the next step. Or you might want to listen to this all first and then do it. Again, whatever feels good for you. So. Next, you want to notice what emotions came up when you did the write and reflect or are coming up if you're continuing to listen. And I want to encourage you to write these emotions down. Many of us learned growing up that some emotions were okay and some were not okay. So again, part of you being practicing being this unconditionally loving mother and father to yourself is validating your emotions and accepting them and not making them wrong, whether it's anger or sadness or fear, fill in the blank, write them down. Writing them down is a step to acknowledging and validating them. And then you can also practice being with your emotions by closing your eyes and just placing a hand on your body where you feel that emotion. And just breathe and feel that emotion. And again, I get into how to work with your emotions in healthy ways a lot more in all of my programs, but that's just a little mini piece right now for you. So write down the emotions, place a hand on your body where you feel the emotion and breathe and just be with it. You might even say, I hear you. It's okay. I'm here for you. Just like that unconditional, loving mother-father that you're learning to be to yourself that most of us didn't have growing up. I know I did not. My parents were not okay um, with most emotions. And again, if you want to pause this to do that, go ahead. And if you want to keep listening whenever you're ready. Next, we want to look at, okay, given what I experienced, given what I experienced, what might be some of the limiting beliefs that I hold about myself, about female relationships, about male relationships, and what I have to do to get that love, attention, or praise? And I'm going to back up just a moment. Um, when you do the first write and reflect, you might also want to write and reflect on what are your current relationships like with females and males, and then see if, you know, see if you can see a connection there, especially a lot of you who maybe don't have a lot of memories as a child. 
that might also be very beneficial to do is take some time to write and reflect on what are your current female relationships like and your current male relationships like. And when you do the current piece, it can be relationships with friends, relationships with coworkers or your boss. It, it, it really impacts all relationships. So you may also want to add that, um, the current relationship piece. All right, we're going to forward again. So going back to given how you were treated or what you're even experiencing right now in your relationships, what limiting beliefs do you think you hold? Do you hold that belief that I have to, you know, I, I have to do certain things in order to get love and attention? Maybe the I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough, I'm not perfect enough. I'm not important. Perhaps I can't trust women or I can't trust men to support me. Now, some of my clients had a lot of abuse in the house by both parents. And so they, they actually hold the belief that it's not safe to trust anyone. It's not safe to let anyone close. And I have to tell you, I've worked with that one too. So you can just take a moment and write down any limiting beliefs you think you possibly hold if you're not sure, given what you experienced growing up or how you currently experience relationships in your life. And then after you write that, I'd like you to think about if you could have the relationship of your dreams. What would you like now? What seed, what truth would you like to plant now? Perhaps I deserve time, love, and support from others, from females, from males, from everyone. I deserve to have a loving, supportive partner. I'm important. I'm lovable. I deserve love and support. And there's lots of different possibilities here. So. Take a moment to think about, reflect on, and write down as if it's true what you deserve, what you want, what you desire now in male relationships, in a female relationship, or both. And take as much time as you need. Pause this if you'd like to. And then you want to use tools to shift. You want to find tools to use to shift those limiting beliefs and plant the seed for what you would like to be true. And this is something that you don't just do once usually. It's something because it's been such a long held belief. It's been very conditioned you're going to need to do this over and over on a daily basis. So there's a couple tools that I teach that help you with this. One of those is the guided therapeutic meditation practice. There are also new self-healing processes. I have a male healing process, a female healing process. Maybe you want to do tapping, 
That's not something I do, but I know some people like that. And I have a new tool called a truth loop. So uh, a very new tool. So these are just a few tools besides the write and reflect that I can offer you guys. And I'll tell you how to do that more in a little bit. But using tools on a daily basis to shift the limiting beliefs and plant the seeds for what you would like to be true now. And again, we we receive or we attract what we believe. That's why it's so important to discover these limiting beliefs. In this case, related to our mother and father relationships, wounds, so that you can attract more of what you want. And know that you deserve it. You deserve to have the love and support you desire. I also want to say before we finish today, in no way am I here to blame or make your parents bad people. Mine either. The truth is our parents did the best they could. They really did. Because remember, our parents had their own unhealed wounds their own limiting beliefs, given what they experienced with their mother and their father or their primary caregivers growing up. So again, we're not trying to make them wrong. We're just trying to see why. Why do we have these these limiting beliefs? Why are our relationships suffering? Why can't we attract that love and support we desire? And again, we're learning to validate ourselves, to be that divine mother and father, divine parent to yourself. And this is a big piece of doing that. I also want to remind you to have compassion for yourself and your parents. Now, sometimes this means compassion from a distance. So myself and many of my clients need space from the parent of the wounding they're trying to heal. Sometimes when you just keep being in it day after day or week after week, it's really hard to see the truth and it's really hard to heal it. So you might need to give yourself some space and some time. Okay, So you might need to to send them compassion and love from a distance. You might need to set some boundaries, right? So another piece of this is learning to set boundaries, which many of us did not learn growing up because we didn't see it. And sometimes we have to give distance and space and, you know, say to a parent, you know, this is something that I'm working on healing. And, you know, in order to help me with this, I need to set a boundary with you. No more criticism. Or I need to set a boundary with you. Maybe we're going to talk once a week and not every day. So I could give you millions of possibilities for boundaries too. But a lot of us are learning as adults to set boundaries, especially with our parents. It can be hard Um, or siblings or whoever those primary um, relationships were as a child. All right, everybody. So, you know, I want to thank you for joining me for Vibrant Body and Abundant Life. And please feel free to share this episode with anybody that you think would benefit. And I'm guessing most people on the planet would. And remember, progress, not perfection, baby steps, healing can take time, and it definitely takes compassion and patience with ourselves and others. And if you'd like more tools to support you to heal your mother-father wounds, 
you can find in the link below my Love and Relationships Key program. That would be a great support to continue healing these mother-father wounds. And if you're new to the 10 Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Keys, you might also want to sign up at the link below to get your free Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. Well, you will actually get a sample guided therapeutic meditation practice, a sample self-healing process, and a sample truth loop. So I wish you the best and sending you lots of love and courage to continue to move forward on your healing journey. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Head over to tanyapenny.com to receive access to all the amazing interviews and valuable free gifts from the world's cutting edge mind, body, and spirit healers, coaches, and leaders, including Tanya's free virtual workshop, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint. Heal and receive today at tanyapenny.com.